You're tuned into tomorrow. Right here on the Advanced Media Network. This Into Tomorrow podcast is hosted by our partner, Blueberry Podcasting. We couldn't be happier with their service. Get 30 days of podcast hosting free by simply visiting their website at Blueberry.com. It's like a blueberry without the E's. So B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com. Welcome Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. It's our 27th year on the air, bringing you the latest cool consumer tech all the way into tomorrow. This for the weekend of Friday, April 15th, 2022. The Friday date, Good Friday. And this weekend, of course, Passover for those who celebrate Passover, hopefully having a happy Passover and a very happy Easter for those celebrating Easter this weekend. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. Yes, indeed. We got some tech news and commentary, an email, email, why didn't he call, from Jeffrey coming up, among other things. But first... YouTube TV is testing support for Dolby 5.1 surround sound on Google TV, Android TV, and Roku devices. Hmm. In a tweet, the platform said 5.1 audio will launch over these devices next if, quote, everything runs smoothly during the test. (laughs) Oh, nice. Well, at least they put that asterisk in there. Yeah. Um, If you were hoping to get surround sound while watching YouTube TV on your Apple TV, Fire TV, Xbox, or PlayStation, however, you'll have to wait a little bit longer. The platform says it's still working internally uh, and with partners to get 5.1 support on those platforms. YouTube TV currently supports 5.1 surround sound on Samsung, LG, and Vizio TVs, as well as traditional Chromecast streaming devices. Interesting. Boy, surround sound, though, would be kind of cool. Yeah. If it works out, as they say. (laughs) Video sharing app TikTok's advertisement revenue is likely to triple this year to more than $11 billion. Must be nice. Is that with a B? Yes. (laughs) Exceeding the combined sales of its rivals Twitter and Snap. According to research firm Insider Intelligence. Well, and I always forget about Snap when I'm talking about social media. Yeah, I know. Me too. I'm not on Snap. <laughs> well, because unless you're a, you know, a teenage girl, you don't really use Snapchat. <laughs> I'm definitely not a teenage girl. Yeah. So there you go. I don't, I don't use Snap. But 11 billion, yes, with a B, dollars this year. Yikes. And I mean, it's bad enough that they're all bombarding us with ads to begin with. But no wonder... And, of course, they're outpacing growth-wise, not only in advertising, but in users mm-hmm. over Twitter and Snap and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, yeah and I've, I haven't even been – I mean, I talked about that I'm not on Facebook very often anymore. I haven't even been on TikTok very much anyway because it's just getting boring. It's the same stuff over and over again. Yeah. Different people trying the same trend over and over and over again. It's yeah. Just, and when I do occasionally, I find maybe once a week – in a bored moment or I can't quite fall asleep, worst time to be on your phone anyway. But I may go to TikTok just to see. But you're right. It's the same thing. I find myself swipe up, swipe up, swipe up. It's like, well, okay, done. You know, nothing, Not well, not any, I can't say nothing, but rare. Do you find something new and innovative and different? Well, I'm on TikTok, so there you go. <laughs> Follow that's, me. That's new and innovating and different? Nah. Yeah. Nah, not really. But do you take us into tomorrow? I do. Okay. A couple of times. Forget foldables, by the way. Samsung could launch a new type of foldable this year 
with a scrolling flexible screen. See, I was waiting for like an accordion screen. That'd be kind of funny. I don't know how they'd get rid of those folds, though. Samsung might have an entirely new foldable to show off later this year. Tom's Guide says they're not just talking about the Samsung Galaxy Z Fold 4 or the Galaxy Z Flip 4, but also a completely fresh design that may use a scrolling display. The presence of a third model may have been figured out from code names reportedly revealed to Galaxy Club. Those three code names are B4, Q4, and N4. Okay. There you go. Now you have the code names and <laughs> see what may end up coming of it. Yeah. T-Mobile detailed plans to launch more affordable prepaid plans under a new consumer brand targeting customers who do not consume great amounts of data. The Connect by T-Mobile brand will offer plans priced at $10 to $35 per month and include free caller ID and an app that blocks spam calls. Woohoo! The plans are available in the operator's own stores and multi-carrier retailers across the U.S. Interesting. That kind of reminds me of... Go ahead. So it seems like they're trying to compete more with the people like TrackPhone and yeah. all the other prepaid services. True. But along those lines, a little 5G update. C-band spectrum could help AT&T and Verizon try to catch up and equal T-Mobile's download speeds on 5G connections. They're not there yet, but they're trying to catch up with T-Mobile. That, according to an open signal analysis, although T-Mobile continues to hold a wide lead overall, Verizon's use of the frequencies has a greater impact due to its larger C-band network. But the one clearly covering the U.S. more than... AT&T or Verizon continues to be Mm T-Mobile at this moment. Now, what that means for us T-Mobile customers is that they're going to have to up their game because AT&T and Verizon, remember, there's only three cellular carriers. Those three. That's it. Everybody else, if you say, oh, no, 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 I'm on this or that. Well, guess what? They all use one of the three. And, of course, I'm waiting for either T-Mobile or Verizon to launch their 5G home Internet service in my area. I'm on the waiting list for both. Yeah. But I'm trying to get rid of Comcast. And, you know, I, I see 5G towers, you know, all over my, my neighborhood. I don't know whose but towers are, are they, they are. are they in or, your community? Nothing in my community uh, yet. But There's close. some down the street. So, you know, mm. but. Yeah, but you need many more 5G towers. And how do you know it's a 5G tower? It looks like. Uh, a big flat-top Q-tip. Yeah, flat-top Q-tip. <laughs> Sometimes black or gray, usually. Sometimes white. Saw saw another white one the other day. But Although I talked on the show a few weeks ago about a, a new thing. I guess I think it was AT and T. Whatever it was testing a little device to go on top of like street light poles yeah. that are almost yeah. like repeaters for five G. Yeah, which they need. You need many more five G towers, if you will, antennae than you have had to use with. 4G and 3G cellular. And the problem is, in, you know, my in my little town, it seems to me like the whole town is like a dead zone for T-Mobile, which is, of course, what I have. Mm-hmm. And I'm just afraid that they've been putting so much emphasis on growing the 5G network that they've kind of ignored the, the LTE network that most of us are still on. Yeah. Well, that's a shame. Hopefully they'll get the big picture. Yeah. Chris will plead with you. All right, so here's an email from Jeffrey, who's joining us from We Have No Idea and listens to the show he didn't bother to say. No, oh. well, which we—that's why we want you to call in because we prompt you for that information. But 
let's go with his email anyway. Well, he says, hi, Dave and Chris. I just upgraded to Windows 10, and I've found that certain functions work only with Internet Explorer. Hmm. The system is not able to do certain functions unless it is with Explorer. I do have Edge. However, it does not seem to work. Oh. Is there a way that Explorer will work inside Edge? And he also adds, my granddaughter would love the sensation, and my feet would feel great with the Reflex 5. <laughs> well, those are two very valuable prizes, so maybe you get one. Or maybe if you call in with your next question over the next oh, couple of true. weeks. Oh, that's true. This is an email. Right. We might be, because we always say that you, know, uh, you have to be heard on the air. To win prizes, yeah. especially the good stuff. Oh, good point. So, yeah, Jeffrey, call in with a question or comment and tell us about your granddaughter or how good your feet would feel. But in the meantime, Internet Explorer is dead. Even Microsoft's own Teams video conferencing product, which saw a big surge in popularity in the early days of the pandemic, stopped supporting Internet Explorer in November of 2020. Yeah, Microsoft has even set a sunset date for Internet Explorer of June of this year, meaning that it will be fully taken offline and will not be supported in any way going forward. Uh, So if you still have it installed, it will likely continue to work until one day it just doesn't anymore from last of maintenance. Um, Now, I'm not sure what system functions you use that would require Internet Explorer. It's very much a legacy product, so nothing built recently or especially built by Microsoft should require it anymore. Yeah. Let us know, Jeffrey, with a phone call. And then we'll see if we can't get one of those cool things, maybe for your granddaughter. Won't you be the best granddad if you get her sensation, something like that? Check it out at intotomorrow.com. Do you take a lot of medicine or take care of someone that does? Hero is the new smart device that makes life easier by pre-sorting a 90-day supply of up to 10 different pills. Just pour them in and Hero does the rest. So easy to use and saves me so much time. I never miss a dose. I'm never late for a dose anymore. And that is so critical to me. What I like best about my Hero is that it's so easy to set up and it's so easy to use. And I don't have to worry about my pills or get distracted and forget, did I take that pill or not? Because it reminds me. It alerts and dispenses with the push of a button. Plus, Hero sends a friendly alert to you and a caregiver. Hero is amazing, but you could even live out of state with the person and still program their Hero from the convenience of your phone. I feel better than I have ever felt simply because I have this device. Try Hero risk-free for 30 days. If you don't love it, you don't keep it. Call 800-613-2715. That's 800-613-2715. 800-613-2715. Call now. Into Tomorrow continues. I'm Dave Graveline. Thank you for tuning into the program. Thank you in advance for participating on the program. Remember our mantra, call in, win stuff. It really is easy. But you make the show, whether you have a question about something you heard with one of our guests or maybe a question in general about consumer technology. Perhaps you want to help another listener by adding to one of our answers. Whatever the case, we'd love to hear from you because, again, your participation really makes the broadcast every week. And when we hear you on the air, you automatically win stuff. It really is that easy. Easy ways to participate as well. There's three you can choose from. One, of course, is to use the free Into Tomorrow app. Search those two words in your favorite app store, Into Tomorrow. Another way, of course, if you use your phone as a telephone these days, who does that? But some people do. You're welcome to call us anytime, toll-free, 24-7, to 800-899-INTO. It's toll-free from anywhere in North America, 800 
800-899-4686. Or the way that a lot of folks are doing it now on any device with a browser and a microphone. So that can be your computer, your laptop, your desktop, your tablet, or your smartphone. If it's got a browser and a microphone, then visit us at intotomorrow.com and click on that little Ask Dave button on the lower right. And you can do it that way as well and participate. All we ask is that you give us your first name, where you're joining us from, and how you hear the show. And voila, you'll be on the air. Our next guest joining us from London, England. His company has unified mobile hardware, social purpose, and cutting-edge fintech with the release of a new smartphone. There's some really unique things that they're doing. The co-founder and CEO of a company called Zambezi is Alpesh Patel. Alpesh, welcome into tomorrow. Thanks for coming on. How's the weather in London? Very, very British. Gray and uh, raining all the time. But, oh, uh, yeah. well, terrible thing. I've, I've always enjoyed my visits to London, probably especially because I know I'm coming back home to Miami afterwards. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's always been a great city to, to visit. So I look forward to, uh, to seeing London again sometime soon, I hope. As always, want to remind our radio audience that we've got video of almost all of our radio guests showing you the products, showing you uh, the guests, showing you some of of the things that they do. So uh, we invite you to visit intotomorrow.com and look for this interview and check it out. First of all, tell me a little bit about your company, uh, Zambezi. What is it all about? And then let's get into specifically what you guys are doing that's really cutting edge these days. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, uh, thank you for the opportunity uh, sure. to, to showcase our, our offering. Uh, Zambezi is basically a new category within the smartphone ecosystem. I think we all agree that the world doesn't need another phone. Yeah. We all agree that the world doesn't need another OS. But what the world really needs is, is for the consumer who's looking at their screen three to 400 times a day, for the consumer to start getting some kind of rewards for what they're sharing on that phone. And unfortunately, the big guys are not doing that. So based on my background coming from, uh, what, 30-odd years now in the mobile device space, I was director of Motorola Middle East and Africa for many years. I created Africa's first mobile device brand, and I sold that business four years ago. One of the key things here is that, you know, uh, we, we can't get into a price war. There's, there's always going to be someone cheaper than you. I always swore to myself that my next platform is going to be based on value. And that is really about creating something that continuously rewards the user. So we built this uh, proposition called Zambezi, as you can see here. And it really is something that doesn't exist today. It's a curated and aggregated platform that consists of hardware and software. It's what I like to call familiarity, but with a difference. Hmm. Uh, just to let you know why we call it Zambezi, we're a minority-owned company. Zambezi, the great African river, it's obviously a minority play on Amazon, being the great South American river that now the great e-commerce company. ZMBIZI, short for tech, being tech-friendly purposes. The BIZ because it's a business tool, and the IZI because it's extremely easy to use. So, yeah, I'm lo loving to show you the, the, the product when... Uh, uh, when we're ready. Sure. Well, give us an idea of what it what is it that it does that makes it different. I mean, obviously, we've established now that it's uh, hardware and software, and that's cool, and apparently works with AT&T and T-Mobile, but as I understand, only prepaid SIM cards at this point. Is that correct? Yeah, correct. What we've done with the U.S., uh, the, we are a U.S. company. I just happen to be 
the the, the only non-American shareholder and, and co-founder. But we are a we are a U.S. majority-owned U.S. company, and America is our target target market. Uh, it's it's just about bringing more choice to the consumers in the, in the U.S. If you look at all the carrier offerings right now, most of it is Apple, Samsung, Apple, Samsung. Yeah, we want to bring a bit more choice to the to the to the market, and with that approach going directly to the end user, which is a direct-to-consumer model. You can buy the product on our website. It is an unlocked device which, uh, which, uh, and, and works on a prepaid package. We do attach a SIM card with one of our partners that comes in the package, but that's obviously up to the user whether they wish to connect it or not. Okay. Um, we're trying to be directly to the consumer so that we can, we can kind of own that communication channel with them and keep them updated on latest offers and things. Gotcha. But it's a lot more, I'm guessing, than just uh, dealing with a different carrier or even perhaps your same carrier that you might be used to. Uh, where does that cutting-edge uh, financial tech come into the picture? Well, I'm about to show you. So what we say here is familiarity with the difference. What we built, um, you cannot enforce completely something new and take a consumer on a 180 degree turn. It's going to take a long time for them to, for them to get used to things. You have to, what we call a build uh, uh, within some kind of comfort zone. And that's why we say familiarity, but with a difference familiarity being the handset. Everyone understands what a handset looks like, what it works like. People will forget their kids at home, but they will not forget their handset. <laughs> that's how important this thing is. Touché. Um, we made it very transparent because that's our brand ethics. And I'll explain why. It's a beautiful Android device. It's um, it's uh, uh, 6.7 inch screen, Android 11. It's an octa-core processor. But that's you know, like I said, we're not in the phone business, and we're not trying to compete with uh, the other big brands. I don't think the world needs folding phones. I don't think the world is trying to get a 90 megapixel camera. <laughs> what we're trying to show here is what's inside the phone, the familiarity, but with the difference. So here you'll see a mobile digital billboard, right? This does not exist today on any phone. This is passive advertising with the aim, what we're working on right now in the back end, just look at your phone and get paid. Just look and get paid. Really? That's and and, we, and you talked about earlier, you talked about how we look at our phones three or 400 times a day. Imagine if you could look at your phone that many times and get paid for it. So how does that work? Well, that's all going to be based on AI. It's all going to be based on equality. It's all going to be based on transparency. So basically, whatever we would earn from the advertising partners we would just share some of that equally with all our total user base, uh-huh. right? And I think that's a fair deal. That's a very fair deal because you can't force someone to click, right? But you should, it's still their eyeballs going to it. Um, but Dave, the real beauty here is the Zambezi ecosystem when you press the Z button. Now, we've here curated, I believe there's four or five things that people need in general to become really productive. You need wealth, you need health, you need to learn and you need to play. And under those categories, we've assembled a pretty decent uh, initial set of partnerships, industry-leading partners. What brings all these together is our proprietary re- rewards. Oh, sorry, that's the wrong one. Our proprietary. Sorry, what am I doing here? Our proprietary rewards wallet that we built here, and this rewards wallet basically captures your activities, whether you're searching, sharing, shopping, and when it gets to twenty dollars minimum, you press redeem, and the money goes into your Zambezi Visa debit card. It also comes with a physical card. You go to the ATM, you take your cash. It's a very raw, convenient form of fintech. Really? Now, if you think about it, there's lots of loyalty programs around today, but I don't want to fly with your airline. I don't want to buy that kettle and toaster from your catalog. I want cash. We're giving the power back to the user to be able to monetize from their screen and get cash and spend it however they want. So that's a really important part of our fintech. Every phone comes with its own Visa debit card which eventually entails financial inclusion for millions of Americans that may not be part of 
that, that, that need to be included in the whole digital economy. Uh, that's a very important part of our message, and we are a social brand as well. I'll, I'll, I'll even speak about that a bit later. We've got some really other really cool uh, uh, other apps on this phone. We've got shopping app that's uh, linked in with U.S. retailers. You take a picture uh, from your screenshot. You, you, you can find that product. You get rewarded for it. We've got brilliant video technology like this video, for example. Um, this doesn't exist today. With my finger, I'm able to edit. Oh, wow. Okay. Right? Again, this, those, those of you not yet watching the video, you can see it at intotomorrow.com, but you can see how he's literally moving around in the video uh, with his finger on the screen. And that's, that's something different. Yeah. It, is. it doesn't exist on any phone because we believe that this is going to create the next generation of content creators where you shoot with your Zambezi phone and with your finger, you're editing it. You can chop it up, add music, and then share it with your social media network. And when you share that, you're going to get paid because you're, there'll be an advert in between. Hmm. So it's a really, really cool um, uh, offering. We've got a partnership with Yahoo for search. We've got a telemedicine healthcare portal with some COVID information portal as well. We've got, it comes with free cloud storage. Um, and it's got, you know, you get rewarded for answering questions, surveys and everything. We're going to take a quick break and come right back and continue our discussion with Alpash Patel, the co-founder and CEO of Zambezi. And you want to visit their site in the meantime, zmbizi.com. And of course, hit us up at intotomorrow.com. I'm Dave Graveline. Don't go away. There's much more to know about this cool new smartphone and its features right after this. You don't need to be tech-savvy to record and publish your own podcast, but we're guessing listeners of Into Tomorrow would pick it up easily. And it's also less costly than you might imagine. Plans start at just $12 a month. Go to Blueberry.com, that's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com, to start your free trial. As Into Tomorrow continues, I'm Dave Graveline. We're chatting with the co-founder and CEO of Zambezi, Alpesh Patel. Dave, think about this. We've got so many things going on here, right? Imagine this is the cake. Imagine the icons are the cream on the cake. <laughs> let, me show you, let me show you the cherry on top and why we believe Zambezi is the future. Um, because we've got tap and pay. Tap and pay is a new category in payments. So what we've done here is we've built in our own soft pods which converts this phone into a payment acceptance terminal. I'm wondering, Alpesh, if, if it's possible to bring the, the uh, level, the brightness down slightly on the phone, because most of what you're showing us is getting washed out on the video. So if you just can bring brightness down a little bit, and then what you're showing us uh, might actually appear. The guys in the control room are pulling their hair out going, yeah, we can't really see everything. We're seeing some of it, but hopefully you can get... I guess. I'm not, I don't know what we're missing. Oh, I'm seeing a $1. Uh, okay. okay. So imagine, imagine I come to your house and I cut grass or I clean windows and I'm going to charge you a dollar as an example. Well, that'd be um, nice. I'll hire you right now <laughs> for a dollar. <laughs> I know. I'll probably, I'll probably be getting like 100 jobs a minute. But yes. Look, yeah. I mean, that $1 as an example, I'm taking my live UK debit card. I can even take my iPhone. I can even take my Samsung Pay and I'll tap up the back of the phone. Uh, and I will take the payment. 
Interesting. Okay. So right. it's, it's, it's sort of like an NFC kind of thing in that sense where you're tapping the phone, or in this case, you're tapping the card on the back of the phone and getting your payment. Correct. And what we've done there, we've converted, again, familiarity, but with a difference. We've converted everyday people who now are wishing to be their own entrepreneurs, become their own micro-merchants. A lot of people lost their jobs because of COVID. You know as well as I do that 4 million people last week did not go back to work in the U.S., yeah. right? How are the 4 million people going to survive? Because they realize, hang on a minute, I can do this, I can do that. I've always wanted to be a yoga teacher. I've always wanted to bake those cookies. Now they're going to fulfill their dreams and they're going to be able to have a tool to be able to collect those payments. But it's for a community that is what we call micro-merchants. These are all relatively small amounts. Um, uh, the, the card schemes give us, I think the limit is two to $300 per transaction because you don't need to put in the PIN number. Mm. Okay, and you this, talked about being paid for uh, what you call over there on the other side of the pond adverts or ads as we know them. Um, and in that in that case, how long are these ads? Because I'm I'm hearing my audience in my head saying, "Well, I put up with ads when I'm watching a YouTube video or something, or I can get to a point where maybe I can skip an ad here and there." But how long typically are the ads? Just to give people an idea what it is that they may we, have. We to don't do. we don't have we don't have anything on this phone that you have to watch an ad. Oh, really? That's oh, the difference. Okay. Uh, how we're doing it is actually very basic, which is basic humanity. We're sharing. Whatever we're earning on the screen from our affiliate partners, whether you, whether you shop on our shopping network, what, what, whether you're doing a card transaction and whatever fees we make, whatever we make on this screen, we're just sharing it back to the user. Okay. But you mentioned just, just watching an advert or seeing it, it can, no, can allow I'm, you to what be What I'm paid. saying is, no, because you see here, here, you're seeing the advert, but... It's coming on and it's, it's going off. We're not forcing you to watch it, but you're going to look at your phone anyway, but you might as well get paid for it. Okay. You're not, you're, not, so, you're not deliberately clicking, having to click on it. Right. It's just something on the screen, whether you're continuing to look at it or not, you're saying. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and when I said about the video, when you share that video and your receiver sees that video, you don't have to do anything. You're just sharing that video with, a, with an ad in it. Hmm. It's the receiver that has to see the video, right? Okay. But you're getting rewarded for it. Gotcha. For well, sharing now, your content. I understand on your website there's also also a social purpose for Zambezi. So what would that be? Well, you know, our target audience is uh, is basically the marginalized, the unbanked communities that are that have been through a tough time. Urban communities, multicultural, black, white, Asian, Latino. You know, I mean, um, the, the, you know, in the, if you notice how big the tech giants have become over the last one year just because of COVID. Uh, they've become trillionaires, but a lot of the people have been left behind. And one of the timely, we were actually meant to release Zambezi in April 2020, but then COVID happened, so we had to shelve our plans for a few months. Hmm. But the timing could not be better right now, especially what's happened with with uh, with all the protests last year, uh, what's happened with COVID, people are now having to kind of fend for themselves. And, you know, the the thing is that a lot of people are getting left behind in this digital ecosystem. So we wanted to be a bit inclusive and say, how do we take something to the, to the, to the people first rather than just corporate, 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 mm. right? Okay. Um, and, and one of the key things here is that, as an example, Apple collected $12 billion from Google um, uh, last year for every Apple phone to have a Google search engine. Yeah, I use an iPhone as my second phone. I'm yet to get $1 in the mail for my contribution to that ecosystem. Oh, of course, because we talk on our show all the time about how you and I, we are the product 
for them. Uh, so we're not going to get any money uh, for for any of that, even though we all should be getting a commission for what they're making, especially because exactly. it's billions of dollars. Yeah, exactly. And Apple, Apple can quite easily give every one of their users a hundred dollars each and still have enough left in the bank. Oh, of course, right? But they're not they're not doing that because it's it's just one of those worlds where big companies report to Wall Street. We're reporting to Main Street. That's that's the fact. We're, we're, this is a people's brand. And we said, look, how do we put everything under one six inch screen? Yeah. Where it's just a constant rewarding machine. Because, you know, that famous expression, uh, if you want to predict, the, uh, if you want to um, uh, predict the future, you're going to create it. Right. <laughs> yeah. and we strongly we, we strongly believe that the future is going to be a rewards based economy. It starts with the phone that pays you. It goes to the TV that pays you, the fridge that pays you, the car that pays you. Because everywhere you're interacting, you're sharing your data. Okay. Uh, well, we also read something along the lines of how the Z2 can provide relief to small businesses. So we're fast running out of time. But quickly, tell me how that can happen. Well, that's a tap and pay that I showed you. Like, oh, okay. You know, we can really, we can really make it easy for small businesses to collect payments that way. Correct. And you can be mobile and you can have bricks and mortar or you can be on the road as most people are now and just keep on collecting money on your phone. But guess what? I can even make a phone call and I can even check my Instagram all under one screen. Okay, then real quick, what does the phone cost and how do we deal with the monthly expense? How does that work real quick? So the cost, the Z2, uh, the superior phone, is $550 uh, retail. It's, uh, it's on pre-order right now. We're shipping next month. But it comes with a lot of uh, things included, like free shipping. It comes with protective case, screen protector, one-year free mobile theft insurance, antivirus software, one-year free cloud storage service. I mean, there's a lot of things in, built into that. And we've got a payment plan available on the website as well where you can pay monthly. We also ship with it a SIM card um, that is being powered by Boom Mobile, B-O-O-M. They're our SIM card partner, and that basically is going to be a $27 a month prepaid package, which includes unlimited text and talk and 10 GB of data. It's not a bad deal. Yeah, very good. It sounds very cool, and you've got a whole bunch of marketing slogans there that we've squeezed into these several minutes. So, uh, <laughs> But it does, I, I get what you're saying, and it does make sense. So we invite our audience to check out your website, Zambizi.com, which is Z-M-B-I-Z-I. So no yeah. A, but think of Zambizi, Z-M-B-I-Z-I.com. And, of course, we'll get you there when you visit into tomorrow.com. Alpesh, uh, thanks for spending a few minutes with us, co-founder and CEO of Zambizi. We wish you well, and I can certainly see this phone does tend to bring us more into tomorrow. So thanks for sharing with us. Thank you very much for having me. Have a great day. Thank you. You too, or a great evening in your case, since you're joining us from London. And again, it's Z-M-B-I-Z-I. Visit us at intotomorrow.com. I'm Dave Graveline. Stay tuned. Much more to come right here on the Advanced Media Network. I can't let diabetes get in my way. So here's what I do. I wear the Dexcom G6. It continuously sends my glucose numbers to my phone. And the arrow shows me where I'm headed and how fast, without finger sticks or scanning, making it much easier to keep my glucose in range. The more time I spend in range, the better I feel, and the more I can cross off my list. Don't let diabetes get in your way. Check out Dexcom.com slash in range. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G6 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Now you have a tech question? 
call us anytime. 1-800-899 and 2-1-800-899-4686. Call in, win stuff. Thank you. And thank you, Cameron. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. And this portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by Blueberry Podcasting. If you want to become a podcaster, you'll soon discover the options can be a bit overwhelming. Blueberry makes it easy. Visit B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com. It's time for our history major. IFA is one of the largest and oldest tech shows in the world. With this week's look back at IFA's historic Here's Chris Graveline. IFA history, IFA history, IFA. In 1977, during the International Funkausstellung, today you known as You just like saying the, the, their old name. I do. I always said the International um, Farfignugan. Yeah. But that's not it. No. Okay. Um, the age of home video recording really started with competing formats. Affirmative. In addition to VHS and Betamax, a European technology was introduced, heavily promoted by the two giants who had developed it, Philips and Grundig. It was named Video 2000 and, again, had two loops of quarter-inch tape, one on top of the other, but in the same cassette. Great googly moogly. The cassette had to be turned over to record on the other loop. That's this week's IFA update brought to you by Messe Berlin. Be sure to visit ifa-berlin.com. Oh, and we will be visiting them in person, will we not, this coming September? We will. Actually, we arrive there in uh, late August, and then the show starts September 2nd, I believe. Yep. Through the 7th. Yes, sir. Yeah. It'll be our 18th year broadcasting from IFA, and what's really cool is we would love anyone in our audience to plan a vacation to Berlin, Germany in September. And join us at IFA because, yeah, unlike CES and most other trade shows, this one is open to the public. You can come in and see all the cool new innovations. So where should they check again? IFA-Berlin.com and visit us at IntoTomorrow.com. Dan in St. John's, Michigan listens online, and we love you for it, calling in using the free Into Tomorrow app. Hey, Dan. I recently got a new Moto E smartphone and a new router, and it's a dual-band router. The 5G gives me better speed, but I notice that the signal tends to drop in and out as I move around the house. Is where the 2.4G network, slower speed, but it seems to be more stable. I was wondering if you could elaborate a little bit on uh, the advantages or disadvantages of these uh, two different Wi-Fi bands, how they work, and how I might go about improving uh, my signal capabilities. Well, Dan, it sounds like you kind of figured out some of the advantages and disadvantages on your own already. 2.4 gigahertz carries a slower signal, but the frequency is more resilient against obstacles, so it tends to be less affected by walls and trees and that sort of thing. 5 gigahertz frequency signals carry a faster connection, but at the expense of that resiliency against obstacles. Yeah, 5 gigahertz signals have advantages against some types of interference from other electronics. But generally speaking, the signal is more likely to deteriorate as you step further away from the uh, wireless access point. If you want to improve your 5 gigahertz signal and don't want to knock down any of your walls, mm-hmm. uh, your only real option is a wireless repeater or a Wi-Fi mesh system that can boost the signal every now and then so that it can get through the farthest walls. Yeah, now there's really nothing else you can do that will work and make it work more reliably. 
So you you kind of got the right idea already, Dan. Yeah, and in my opinion, those mesh systems they can be kind of pricey, but if you're especially if you're trying to cover a big area or you have a house with a lot of walls or yeah, or like maybe it, upstairs, yeah, downstairs. In, in my case, I live in a two story townhouse, so I was getting really poor signal upstairs. So you and I both use uh, wireless uh, mesh systems. We mm-hmm. have you actually have the the Netgear Orbi. You've got the latest version here, and then when you got the latest version, I kind of got it like trickled down to me. So hand got, me down. I got the hand me down, which is still <laughs> perfect for me. But you know those those work very well. Yeah. So consider that as well. But 2.4, if you're not worried about speed, and generally you wouldn't be, it's connections, especially if it's for some security issues or even security cameras work perfectly at 2.4 gig. So that should take care of you in the long run. Sharon in Fairbanks, Alaska, listens on News Radio 970 KFBX and calling in using the Ask Dave button. At intotomorrow.com. Hey, Sharon. Is there something like a Nook or another device that'll read the books instead of buying them on, like, Audible? Because not all books are, are on Audible. I want something that'll read a book for somebody that can't read. Oh, good question, Sharon. The Nook itself, of course, is capable of reading aloud the text on the screen. But it's a little rough around the edges. Uh, you need to enable the feature in the accessibility options, and it will read select paragraphs rather than the whole book at a time. Kindles do better. They will read the book, but they will read it in a pretty annoying mechanical voice. Think of something like a phone's smart assistant with the wrong inflection, wrong stops and starts, it's not very enjoyable. Yeah, computers can do it too, but much like with Kindles, it'll be mechanical and not natural, so you may not enjoy it. Uh, If you want a spoken book, the only good options now are books read by people. Uh, If you don't want an Audible subscription, you can try Audiobooks Now, Downpour, Audiobooks.com, or free public domain audiobooks, LibriVox. Uh, Your public library will also include an online audiobook option that you can take advantage of. Yeah, and of course, you know, the key there is, is... As we recommended, if you didn't catch all the things that we recommended, just know they're on our show notes at intotomorrow.com. Look for the show for the weekend of Halloween, October 29th weekend, and hour two, and you'll see your call and our response. And while you're there, you'll want to subscribe to our free tech newsletter. It's very easy to do. You look for When you get to the site, the box will pop up asking for your email address. You just put your email address in that box, and uh, you'll get an, an email confirming your subscription, and then you're in. Because it's a double opt-in because we don't spam anyone. So if someone else puts in your email address and then you don't click the link to get it, you won't get it. And again, we don't share your email address with anyone either. But we do share some tech news for you. We let you know who's on the show this week, what the current prizes are, some hmm thoughts to make you smile, and things like Beth's tech tip. Yeah, this week, uh, these days, tech is everywhere, whether you're an adult or a child, you're using it. But are you using the proper manners with that tech? Oh. This week's tech tip will give you a few pointers on how to show your best tech etiquette. And Windows 11 gives Microsoft's venerable OS a new look and adds a few features you want to tweak or customize. We'll tell you about some of the best Windows 11 tips and tricks in this week's Into Tomorrow Tech Newsletter. Again, sign up. It's easy. Just your email address at intotomorrow.com. Attention. Do you owe back taxes, fines, and penalties to the IRS? The IRS now offers new relief options for taxpayers affected by COVID-19, but you can't go it alone. 
Call Tax Solutions now. Our team of former IRS agents and tax professionals can get you the best deal. We know the COVID-19 rules. Call us and never speak to the IRS again. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions now and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions now and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. The virus has caused the IRS to take extensive action to help taxpayers. So if you owe $10,000 or more, this is the best time in years to settle your tax debt. I qualified for the Fresh Start program. I paid less than I owed. Remember, the IRS will not give up until you pay. Call guys back to Cameron Graveline and if you have any questions about tech don't forget to ask Dave so he can ask me <laughs> call 800-899-INTO or use the free Into Tomorrow app now back to the guys we are the guys <laughs> thank you Cameron appreciate that this portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by streamguys.com providing the 24-7 stream of Into Tomorrow at our website at intotomorrow.com and Larry in Metamora, Michigan, listens to the free Into Tomorrow podcast. You can sign up for them as well at intotomorrow.com. Hey, Larry. First off, Dave, I am wishing you well that uh, your voice seems to be getting better each uh, week since you've had your throat surgery, and I wish a continued recovery with that. Well, thank you. Now on to my question. I have a Google phone, and I must have changed one of the settings inadvertently. I... Uh, get text messages with a link and when I go to the link in the past it would take you to the web page using my default browser now what it does it opens an app like I had an app for some of the cable channels like TLC the history channel and it just keeps opening to the app instead of opening to the browser and I've been trying to find what you do to correct that and I cannot find it anywhere. Well, Larry, your mileage may vary and reports are mixed, but there's a setting with Android that should be able to help you. Open your settings app, then go to apps and notifications and then default apps. At the bottom of the screen, you should see an option named opening links. Now, once there, you should be able to select the TLC or History Channel apps and set them to not be allowed to open links. And that really should do it. But like we said, reports are mixed, so there may be a bug or apps may have found a way to bypass that setting. And, of course, if that doesn't work, you can always get rid of that you know, no, Google phone and don't get, an even, get an iPhone. Don't, no, don't, don't send poor Larry to the dark side. I mean, okay? you have to it's, mortgage your house. Or you have yeah. to do that with, with some of the, the flagship Android phones, too. Yeah, but, but you don't have to, though. Uh, And it doesn't have to have a piece of fruit on it to be a good phone. I keep trying to say that for many years now. So there. But, Larry, keep in mind, uh, and the same thing with anyone else with a similar issue, all of those details are in our show notes. Bringing you the latest in consumer electronics and technology, this has been Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline. 
to participate with Dave and his tech geniuses and win prizes anytime, 24-7. Use our free Into Tomorrow app for your iPhone, Android, and netbooks. Available in your app store or call 1-800-899-INTO. That's 1-800-899-4686. Be sure to visit our website anytime to read our show notes and watch our ITTV videos at intotomorrow.com. And join us next week as we bring you further Into Tomorrow. 